Van Morrison is a king. Oh, we're not ready yet, though. Here we go. Ready? Oh, what is best? I said, oh, Domino. Romeo. There we go. He truly has a beautiful voice. Hold on. You ready? I said, oh, Domino. There we go. Well, we've gone long enough, but let's next part. Here we go. Ready? I said, oh, Domino. And then we get funky. We get funky. Ready? Right. Oh, no. Fuck. Domino. Here's the funky part. New Orleans, Louisiana. All right, welcome into another fantastic edition of the From the News Wins podcast. Now. I am fired up right now. I'm Seamus Doyle with Vince Lobiondo as usual. Hello. Patrick O'Leary's back. Taylor re behind the glass. Recurring guest, Patrick. At this recurring guest. Taylor, thank Real. you so much. Real quick, Vince or it. Pat, have you heard that song before? Yes. No. Because of him. Okay. And my dad, actually. Here's, <laughs> here's a fun, well, before I get into the fun fact, right? Today is Sir Van Morrison's 75th birthday. So, of course, me being the music uh, uh, theologian that I am, I don't even think yeah. that's a thing, but I am a music theologian, is what I am. I had to pay homage, homage, uh, what do you call it, uh, hummus, whatever. I had to pay tribute homage. to Sir Van Morrison today on his 75th birthday. God bless him, a good Irishman, even though he's from the north. He's from Northern Ireland. He's from Belfast, eh? Or whatever. That was Canadian, but whatever. <laughs> my accent, my, my, my accents are off today. But anyway, happy birthday, Sir Van Morrison. And I said to Taylor, I said, listen, I can't play brown-eyed girl. I can't play. And then he, what did you uh, suggest? Moondance. Moondance is great. But it's always, you always get, Andre Gardner, we're going to play a Van Morrison song. And here we go. 102.1 MGK. That's how he sounds. And then all of a sudden, that's a marvelous life for a moondance. That's how the afternoon drive guy on MGK Can sounds. Can I get the impression again? <laughs> Hold your ears. Andre Gardner. Andre Gardner, 102.9 MGK. We got the Beatles. We got breakfast with the Beatles. Don't miss it at 8 o'clock. We got Stones and with the Jones and in the Stones. And then and then Jones and with the Stones. GTLO coming up at 8. I like how their, their uh, block of Rolling Stones is just like painted black and like uh, satisfaction. You, you have to be the only person doing that impression. Oh, we've been doing it for years. <laughs> me, and Pat, me and Pat O'Leary have like this odd relationship with Andre Gardner. He doesn't know who we are, but we your, know who he is. Your relationship with any local media person is just <laughs> the most fascinating thing. It is absurd. You will look into my, and this is not, I, I feel like Trump, I don't say this in a braggadocious <laughs> way, and I really don't. He doesn't know those But if words. you went into my contacts, you'd be like, why the hell is this guy, like, why does he have, uh, why does Seamus have this guy's number? Somebody that's so well respected. <laughs> and you are not. And I am not, but uh, it's called, hey, listen. I make connections and and I try to be I try to do with them. What most I most famous name in your phone book. Ooh. Should I really or drop context. names like that? Like is that like bad? just give me one? Just is give me one. A Jim Salisbury. No, you actually yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean that's like oh well, dude. What do you expect? A Madonna's in my I phone. I forget what the context of the tweet was, but Seamus tweeted at Jim Salisbury, and Salisbury tweeted back, "Thanks, sock." 
and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Because sock. remember, remember Chipper, Chipper Jones sock? called a meat sock. Uh, Chipper wow. Jones called me a meat sock. That's why they all know. What a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, that that is a it's deep cut. It's literally his claim to fame. It, it's gotten him places so that you could have never imagined. Yeah, I, it's gotten me into Delilah's. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just kidding. I like I never walked up to the door guy at Delilah's and said, "Hey, listen, buddy, let me tell you something." Look, look at this Jones, contact list, huh? Well, look <laughs> at this contact list. But also, Chipper Jones, an obscure Hall of Fame third baseman from the Braves five years ago, called me a meat sock. Damn it! Now let me in and give me a private dance. Not you, but the, but the, but the the dancer that knows about the DH rule, because they do have a dancer there. That as we met, we mentioned there's a dancer at Delilah's. As my phone keeps blowing up for some odd reason, just, just, just doesn't know how I to don't know how to silence my phone. I do not know how to do it. Dan. I am not good with te- technology. You, are no, literally you just a don't want to. Give Pat your phone. I, I am so confused right now. Hold on, I have to respond to my dad. He's asking me to pick up a pack of cigarettes for him. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to say, he's, right. he goes, can you get me smokes? Are you on your way home? Yes, but not on my way home. Are we, is this what we're doing now? We're ro- live reading your text to your dad? I, hey, listen, Vince. I know you're so by the book and everybody. Wait, and, uh, and listen, everybody's got to be by the book and LeBron and, and every, everything else. And, how did LeBron get involved? And, and, and the guy that walked off the set with Ernie Johnson and Shaq. And we have to be like all like everybody's got to be uh, focused on that. Going through the text chat with your father sounds way more interesting. It, uh, and that'll be a segment <laughs> for some later time. But because I respect my, my, my partner here, Vince, and this uh, is his show more than it is my show. It's, we're equals that's a here. Lie. That is an absolute lie. How is that a lie? It's a bold-faced lie. You always, it always opens up with some fucking 70s rock song that I know he's not you into. You know what? I, I let him, when we were with the other company, I let him pick all the juice box songs he wanted to. God damn it. <laughs> I let him do the intros. Uh, all of a sudden, we're hearing shit that's from 1976 in the right. underground For the rap next couple circles. weeks, I'm picking music. Oh, well, for the next couple weeks, we ain't going to have any listeners. No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I, I'm kidding. Listen, Vince, you just fired me up earlier. You, you, you name-dropped some woman I'm madly in love with, and, and now I'm just all <laughs> mixed up. We're not going to dox any women on this podcast. Absolutely not. It's Jim. <laughs> it's Jim in the North. It's that annoying guy that calls into WIP. Fuck the goddamn fucking field. Yeah, that, that's basically what they do. Uh, Jim it, from the Northeast. It, it'll be like Joe Gillio on <laughs> there saying, saying ah, yeah, the Philly. Here's a hot take about the Phillies. Let's go to Jim in the Northeast. Stop, Jim. Fuck the goddamn fucking uh, Phillies. Uh, they ruined my fucking life. Uh, that's for the At call, this point, man. though, I would agree with that statement from oh, Jim yeah. from the Northeast. <laughs> all right, Shane. I mean, they this. took three out of four from the Braves. Yeah, so I mean, all, that's good. All that being said, happy birthday, Van Marson. <laughs> Yeah, now let's get into the meat of the show, I guess. Let's go, baby. Um, I know you don't want to talk about this, but I feel as though we would be remiss if we uh, didn't mention everything that's going on in sports and in the world right now. Well, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now, Vince, as you clearly know, and you understand better than most people. Well, don't give me all that. So I set you up for a beautiful way to talk about everything that's happening, and go go for it. Uh, What day was it earlier in the week that uh, the Bucks decided... Wednesday or Thursday? It, it must well, have been Wednesday or Wednesday? Thursday, possibly. When they yeah, when stopped they did, playing. Yeah, when they didn't play. Thursday. Thursday? Yeah. So on Thursday, the Milwaukee Bucks decided not to uh, take the floor. Uh, what was it? The day after the shooting or two days after the shooting of Jacob Blake? I in, guess it was uh, a Kenosha. day. Or I, th- I think it's the first time they played since the shooting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was saying I think they uh, decided to protest the day after the shooting so or two days after so or something like that. So they don't take the they don't take the court. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what what is your immediate uh reaction to that? Uh so I mean I was shocked at first just because uh well nothing like this has happened since uh uh the nineteen sixties. I think it was nineteen sixty one a preseason game. Bill Russell decided not to take the floor 
uh, to take a stand against the same kind of issues. How about it that? It hasn't happened since then, and it's kind of crazy to think about the fact that all these years later, we're still doing the same thing. But uh, after that, you know, the league was kind of caught off guard. Other teams decided to get together and cancel their games. And then uh, Chris Paul, the uh, president of the Players Association, called a meeting. And at this meeting, apparently, temp- uh, tempers were pretty high and LeBron was, you know, kind of like being the leader. LeBron was doing what LeBron does and he's the leader of every social justice issue there is. Yep. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know if you mean that in a negative way. I'm not saying it in a negative way. I, no, absolutely not. That's just what LeBron... I think people are getting on him, but not you in particular. That's what LeBron does. He is the biggest name. Like, he is top five athlete just off the name in the well, world. Well, put it this way. I don't, I don't say that in, in a negative way. I'm just saying, like, if you think of sports and these people that are super woke, I would say LeBron is definitely the ring bearer for, for, for that cause. Yeah, but the thing is, I think that, like, a lot of... And we'll get into the opinions in a second. I just want to get the facts out of the way. But uh, the teams voted at this meet, Not voted, but basically got, like, a feeling. And all the teams, except for the Clippers and the Lakers, wanted to continue the season. LeBron left the meeting, and the other two teams followed him. And then uh, the next day, they took an official vote, and they brought back the season, which is going on right now. Quick side note. I think LeBron, I'm usually a LeBron guy. I think he just took the easy stance since he was, like, one of the last people to, like, decide on yeah. playing or not. It'd be oh, like, definitely. You know what? No. Oh, oh, you know what? Here's yeah. what he said. He said, all right, listen, I- I'm not going to continue the season. And then, of course, nobody buys that shit. No, nobody's actually believing that LeBron is not going to continue the, uh, the playoffs. I nobody's mean, buying that. A guy that wants to win another one so bad, he's really going to uh, discontinue the rest of the season. I never thought that that was going to be true. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. LeBron is very, no matter what people want to say about him, he is very uh, passionate about things like this. Yeah, sure, he's very passionate, but what ended up happening? Well, the other teams outruled him. And I think that he's also not going to leave his team out to dry. Like yeah, that. he's not going to leave his team out to dry. If they're going to play, he's going to play with. Right. Them. No, he's yeah. not. But uh, anyway, I figured we might as well get into like some opinions on this. So I think what they did in not playing uh, in the wake of uh, the shootings uh, is a, a, a good it's a good gesture to, to not to, to say, hey, listen, we don't feel we don't feel that it's appropriate to play a game right now. Something horrific has happened. Uh, something horrific uh, is continuing to happen in, in this country with uh, yep. various social injustices. So we're fed up. And the, a big yeah. way by sending a message to people that have money and to, to just the world in general is, hey, listen, I'm not going to play today. But I do think that it raises awareness. But at the same time, I think that they should that athletes that choose to bark as loud as they do should also, and I'm not saying LeBron doesn't, because LeBron definitely puts Le- his money where yeah, his mouth is. Yeah, I was going to say LeBron is probably the one yeah. you can't point a finger but, at. But I does. just think that other athletes should, if they have the resources, which we know they do, try to start putting more money where the mouth is, because yeah. normal people who don't get paid millions of dollars can't do much financially right. to, to help uh Societal to help bring about societal change. I, I, I think this is all to put pressure on the owners. Yeah, this is yeah. That's exactly where I was going. Because they said the owners don't really aren't really involved in shit like this. But uh, did you see after the Bucks uh, were reported to stay in the locker room, they did uh, get on a call with the uh, the district attorney of Milwaukee. Yeah, they got on the phone with yeah. the district attorney of Milwaukee, and I don't know like how much progress was made as a result of that call. 
Do you? Uh, I haven't heard. Every well, the main thing that's happened is every NBA arena will now be a voting center. Yes. Yeah, so so that, every NBA arena will be a voting center. I yes. think that is a terrific, awesome thing. So people are going to say, well, what did that do? What did not playing do? Well, that's a big thing because right. we, all, we all know, like, left or right, voter suppression is a huge thing. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, just getting people to talk about it. Like, how many people that wouldn't normally engage in a conversation about the Black Lives Matter movement have been talking about it? Just because of this. Absolutely. I mean, just getting people talking. And at the end of the day, like, you got to affect the people with the most money. And the NBA did take a hit by not having games. I mean, there were advertisers. And I'm sure that those companies were not happy Absolutely. with the fact that games are not being played and that puts and, pressure. And I think it was, I think it was nice that uh, the NHL followed suit in, in yeah. not playing and for, the MLB for one and of those uh, games. A couple of NFL teams canceled practice. And a few major league teams, like you said. But yeah. <clears throat> I, I just don't think that the, the way to go about it is to like discontinue a season. And I'm, I'm glad that they're not discontinuing the playoffs because I think that would have been dumb. And I think it also may have been counterproductive because the NBA this season has done a great job in uh, like put, putting, a, putting the Black Lives Matter movement on display. Right. With, um, not only with like people say, oh, well, what does, have, what does having Black Lives Matter painted on the court do? Well, it, it gets people to talk about it. It gets people to research what's going on. It gets people to maybe wake up and say, hey, may, we, we have a serious problem here. Right. But, yeah, I mean, like, I'm glad no that No awareness is bad. Well, and that's that goes back to the whole canceling the season's a bad idea thing because right. if they're not on the, on the court promoting yeah. the Black Lives Matter movement, it's like, well, that's counterproductive. I would have stood by whatever choice they made, but, I, I mean, selfishly, I'm happy that we get to watch basketball, but it, I would have understood the decision to not continue. I mean... Does anyone remember before the bubble started? It was right after the shooting of, or not the shooting, but uh, the murder of George Floyd. Kyrie Irving had said that uh, he didn't know if they would even continue or go to the bubble because they didn't want to, like, kind of forget, put this on the back burner. Somebody who wasn't going to play regardless because of injury. No, yeah. But, Mm -hmm. But I think people were giving Kyrie Irving a lot of heat for that sentiment. And forget- it's a flawed messenger. Right. They were forgetting the fact that he is the vice president of the Players Association. When he speaks a statement like that on behalf of the players, he's not just speaking his opinion. He's well, speaking, that's true. He's speaking on behalf of a lo- probably a good amount of players. That's a good point. He, he bared the cross and took a lot of criticism for that because, I mean— I mean, a lot of people think Kyrie's insane because he's like a flat earther and shit. And don't get me wrong. Well, sure he is insane. Yeah, there, he's a, he's there, a weird dude. There's but no doubt in my mind that Kyrie Irving is not smart. He's an easy target smart. for things like this. And I think that a lot of people owe him an apology because clearly this was important. Put it this way. Kyrie Irving is not probably a smart guy. But when it comes to, like, social issues, he's smart. Because if you believe that the earth is flat in 2020, you have some serious issues. He's also another one like LeBron that you cannot point the finger at because – you could look up the things he's done, and he is very active in his community. And um, I, I commend anybody that's that has that platform for being active in their community. I think that yeah. it's it's honestly I, at this point it's their responsibility as athletes to be active in their community. Right. It shouldn't be. It it shouldn't be. But listen, if you elect idiot politicians all the time that don't do anything to help other people like they're supposed to, then you have to start looking at the people with money. And who do we look up to in America? Athletes. They have the most money in our entertainment world, basically, besides musicians. But, I mean, athletes, they, they should do something. Actors. For, well, yeah, but actors, it's just so they're off in, like, such a fairy tale land, I feel like, in Hollywood. At least these guys are in our cities across the country, and they can actually help bring about real change within the cities and within the community. Yeah. Saying it's their responsibility is 
kind of bogus to me, but it is. I, I, but I don't understand why it's bogus to you because because there's people in power. Well, there's people in power that do don't anything? do anything. But exactly. So it falls. I feel like the burden should fall on the people. I don't think. I don't think Taylor's saying that like they shouldn't. But the fact that they have it's a shame to, that we're here. Right. It's a shame yeah. that instead well, of the people in power that. just doing what's right, that but these guys have to get. But here's in the thing. Way. I hate to break it to you. People always say, "Oh, well, since Trump came along, the government, the well, government, the government's been corrupt long before Donald Trump. It's been corrupt basically since its existence. And Donald Trump's not making it any better. In fact, he's making it worse in yeah, some a lot ways. worse. But I mean, here's the thing. The government, you can never rely on government, not in this country, until real change happens. And I don't Which know that that's going to happen. I doubt we'll live to see it. I, I hate to get political, but you started it, Vince. Don't you started it. Dude, look, it doesn't matter. Get political. I'm going to get political right now. Because we're at the point I, where uh, I think I matter. think there's a way to end uh, corruption. Uh, oh. there, there's a way to end corruption. And it's going to blow your mind here. But how about we get money out of politics? Yeah. How about we get rid of special interest? How we? How about we get rid of uh, of the NRA that's how in the pockets? How about we get rid of the two party system? Get well, get rid of the two party system. You're you're a little overstepping it, I guess. But I, I understand where you're coming from. But I will. We're tell all you, overstepping it. But yeah. I will tell you something right now. As soon as you get money out of politics, I guarantee you, ninety percent of corruption is is, is going to vanish. It's going to poof. Why? Because these people that are major corporations, head of heads of major corporations, are in the pockets of the people that make uh, the laws for this country and the policy makers. So yep. yeah, it's going to be rigged towards the people with money because money is heavily involved in politics, which it shouldn't be. No, I agree. I mean that's just I, I've always felt that way. It's that, kind of bullshit that it's like that. And uh, these politicians are so easily bought and sold, and They're pretty much like I think politicians, some of them go in there with the best intentions. Oh, I want to help my uh, let put it this way: I want to help my local neighborhood, like like locally, like I'm gonna I'm gonna get involved in my community. They move up, they move up, they move up. They still want to change. They get to DC, or probably a little before DC is where the corruption starts. Probably, hey, here's money to do my bidding for this and that, and it doesn't go about like that. But they get corrupted, they get bought. And and they become corrupt, obviously, and that's that th you're not helping your constituents at that point when you're when you're doing the bidding of corporations. Right. But uh, that's and I th and I think people are saying oh, that what does that have anything to do with social justice? I think it has everything to do with social justice because why aren't these politicians in D.C. and locally doing anything about it? You have mayors that are going to go up there and say, "Oh, it's horrible that unarmed black men are getting killed by police." What are you doing about it? What are right. you doing about it? You can say that all you want. Yeah, I think most people are decent in this. I would like to believe that most people are decent in this country. I don't know. I would like to believe it, though. I would like to believe and, it, and too. And I would like to believe that most people don't want innocent, unarmed black men to get murdered by the police. So anybody can just say that. What are you doing to, to, to help prevent that from happening? How are you going to end s systematic racism? It, you can talk all you want, but I mean, and that's why I think the... I guess it is good that sports are at least... Like raising awareness to this, right? I mean, someone's got to, since the people like we and just like said, Taylor said, it is sad that, the, but it is their responsibility now. It's become their responsibility bec yeah. because of incompetence. It sucks that it's that way, but I mean. So anyway, the Phillies are. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just always I find it funny on Twitter when like people be in the comments of like the NBA or like any of the teams like when they tweet about the Black Lives Matter stuff like, oh, I'm done watching. It's like, dude, I promise you, no one yeah, cares. No, that's like, no one cares. Stop. Who gives a shit if Jim in the Northeast isn't watching the Phillies like game? <laughs> Shout out to Jim in the Northeast. People, for, you, know, you know what type of people can go fuck themselves? The people that tweet shit like, 
oh, I don't want politics and sports. This is my, like, escape. Fuck you, dude. But, like, I was raised in, like, um, I, I don't know if we are like, ultra-conservative at first. Uh, my, my parents, at least. But, like, my mom was a Catholic school teacher. So she was, like, part of the whole, like, oh, pro-life, like, whatever. So she voted Republican because that's just what they did, I guess. But uh, so we would go to – I hate to bring up this guy because I do it every show. But we, no. would go, <laughs> we would go to a Springsteen concert, right? And this would be in, like, 2003, 2004 when Bush was in office, right? And he'd be like, hey, well, it's good to be back in Philadelphia. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to start our show pretty soon here. But uh, me and little Steven uh, – We've been really thinking about what's going on in Washington, and uh, let me just tell you, we're not very happy, man. Uh, uh, born to run in the USA, and I'm on fire in glory days. And, like, he would just talk about the, the random policies. Why is he, he start lifting his songs? He, he would talk about... Why the, is he Southern? The, the, the Bruce Springsteen sounds like that, but I'm not going to debate that. My point is, he would, he, would, he would go out there and try to promote John Kerry, and then the people in, Phil, in the Philadelphia audience would boo him. Like, I, was, I remember I was at the first Union Center at the time, uh, th- which is now the Wells Fargo Center. I think this was in 2000, so I was four. So Bruce was like ranting and raving about some politician. And people were like, boo, we don't want to hear politics. And I used to be on that bandwagon because I was four. But now that I'm an adult, I'm like, oh, Bruce Springsteen has a platform of 45,000 people right here. He's trying to get his message out that maybe there's corruption in D.C. and you should vote somebody a little less corrupt in. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't have any problems with athletes talking about politics. Yeah. I really don't. I don't have any problem with musicians talking like, about politics because guess what? They ain't holding a gun to your head and telling you who to vote for. Right. They're just putting their voices out there. Like uh, the, the shut up and dribble crowd, the people that just believe that these athletes shouldn't get involved in politics, like that's – being an athlete, playing a sport is their job, right? Your job is you work at Verona Pizza, right? You work in the kitchen. Shout out Verona. Uh, what if what if you best wings in Delaware County? Like, what if you were having a political conversation and someone was like, "Shut up and make fries." Like, like that's I, I, your it's job. Border, it's, it's borderline racist. Right. It is. It, it, it's completely at this point. It's like, saying, "Shut up and get back to work." Right. That's that's like, what it is. I, yeah, no, I, I don't can, know that I, it's racist. I to said say it's that. borderline. I mean, Laura Ingram said it, and there was definitely racist intention. Shut up and it dribble. Dribble as in the NBA. The like, NBA as yeah, in it's mostly eighty percent plus black like, league. I knew. I mean, I knew she was bullshit way before this, but it was so funny seeing a video on Twitter comparing uh, her telling LeBron James to shut up and dribble. And then when the whole Drew Brees controversy happened, she said, well, he deserves to have his opinion heard. Like, well, that's the thing. You're clearly just a fucking racist, and you don't want to hear the other side. But that's the thing. Like, everybody doesn't want any – nobody wants to hear uh, the other side talk, if I feel like. Uh, I hear the other side talk so, a lot, So if, sadly. if, if MAGA, right, if all these uh, – say LeBron was like, oh, yeah, Trump is awesome. Say, say if he was doing that. <laughs> Do you think Laura Ingram would have a problem with uh, LeBron James Absolutely promoting not. Donald Trump? No. Exactly. So, so he's actually promoting uh, uh, awareness to, to societal issues that are that people are dying because of it. That's why he's, he's out there trying to raise awareness. It's not like he's talking about, oh, hey, listen, I, I think Barack Obama uh, is the greatest guy in the world. He's not, he's not like promoting the Democratic Party. He's promoting people that are saying, hey, listen, systemic racism needs to end. Right. What's I, wrong with that? I don't get how that can be an opinion. But that I'm can be just saying, upon. if if it was reversed and and he was like, oh yeah, Donald Trump is is my boy. I love Donald Trump. They would all love him. They would. Uh, LeBron James would be the king. Uh, he would be the Kid Rock or the Ted Nugent of the of the Republican Party. He or really would be. He would. He would be the Gordon Haywood of Fox News. He would be the Gordon Haywood of Fox News. That's exactly <laughs> right. 
perfect they, example is the way Kanye played Trump. Yeah. <laughs> he came out originally, just, he just wanted to try and help people get out of jail. And same with Kim. And they played his best friend for the longest time. And then like a month or two ago when he had his breakdown, like a little bit before that, he just was like, no, I hate Trump. I he, fucking hate Trump. I pulled his stuff off the website as soon as I was done with him. Yeah. Well, Kanye wants Good. to be president, by the way. Yeah, that, does he? That's a whole other thing. That drives me insane. But he's on the ballot in Iowa. I believe it's Iowa. He's got a couple states. He's got a couple states. Kanye West is on the ballot in a few states, and and that's why America is so wonderful. I want to say it's close to ten or twelve now, actually. But Jesus Christ, sure. we're fucked. I saw one of his tweets the other day. But yeah, to uh, just to wrap like this conversation up, I completely think that peaceful protesting in this country is extremely important, and the same people that don't like violent protesting, which guess what. No matter what side you're on, no one likes violent protesting. But sometimes it gets to the point where people think that, that is the only way to make real change. And that has been throughout or history. Or to get someone's attention. Right. Or to get attention. People, these, these, in my opinion, these racist people that love to say, like, they like to use Martin Luther King as, like, a weapon against I Black Lives it. Matter. I love they, it. And they'll say, like, oh, well, he wouldn't want this or he wouldn't do this. First of all, I mean, let's be brutally honest here. He did do it the way you wanted him to, and he was still killed. And on the other hand, he has said riots are the voice of the unheard. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. When you're when like when you are pleading with a group of people to help you and make change and telling them what's going on, and you just keep falling on deaf ears, what's going to happen? I mean, look at the this is this is a wild example, but look at the Revolutionary War. I mean, there was an oppressive government. People felt like they were being oppressed, so they violently rioted and yeah. turned against them. I mean, that's going to happen. Obviously, like exact uh, shit like this is going to happen. Especially it wouldn't happen if more people were willing to listen and actually make some productive change. But since not enough people want to fall into that category, so like this has to happen. I, I just but think it doesn't help that you have people at the federal level in government that don't want to give any attention to nope. to, to the oppressed. Right. So when you don't, you, a lot of no one wants violent protesting, but. You also uh, also these people on the other side don't want peaceful protesting because they get mad at shit like this. It's like you can't really win, but. I, I'm, I fall on the player side. I would have agreed with whatever they chose to do. If they wanted to go on, with, if they chose to not go on with the season, I would have been upset. But I would have been like, "Who am I to?" Yeah, well, I wouldn't. I, right. I wouldn't have went along with that and said, "Oh yeah, I respect it," because I really wouldn't respect that. Because again, that's I think okay. that's your opinion. That's just my thing. I think that that would be extremely counterproductive. I do. Yeah, I definitely get your point about the whole. And also, also thing. that opens the door for hey, they didn't want to be there to begin with because it's a bubble. And there were right. there there there's definitely rumors. That were circulating that, hey, listen, I hope this isn't a convenient excuse for them to be right. like, see ya. And something else, like, people that have been, again, kind of, I guess, on the same side about, like, the players, like, oh, they're just bitching. Like, at the end of the day, I know they're rich. I know they get paid millions to play a children's game. But at the end of the day, they are, like, human and, like, probably miss their family a little bit. I, I mean, so. I, they're getting to see uh, their families well, now. I, I think James Harden misses the strip club. <laughs> I, I really I do. I, James I Harden misses that strip club. Dude, I think a couple months ago... Uh, a tweet thread went viral, and it was like some dude did a deep dive into James yeah. Harden's stats yeah. in oh cities with like God. prominent strip clubs. Yeah, there was there oh was, was like wild. there was like a six or seven minute run against the Heat. I think last season, like in Miami. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. His stats significantly fall off in big strip club cities. Yeah. He's out partying, man. I I'll tell you this though, James Harden. That's a guy that I would really love to like become friends with, 
because he I mean, just he seems like he is no, fun. First of all, strip club. he's got the best beard I've ever seen on anybody. I love his beard. You ever seen him without the beard? I, I, he's repulsive without <laughs> the beard. But with the beard, that man, it, it, he's he's like a godlike uh, a creature, a person, whatever. He's like a, a Greek mythology god, is what he is. My James god. Harden is a god. And I love him, and he's you handsome. Wanted, you just want to hang out with him? And I, well, listen. <laughs> hey, listen. Let's take him out for a nice listen, dinner. <laughs> listen. I, I just whatever think, happens, happens. I just think that if I was a female, I, I would definitely go on several dates with James Harden. Are we back to the horny hour? Already? Well, because he's handsome guy. Here we go. Hey, listen. I'm comfortable enough in my. I se- wouldn't say he's. Handsome. I am. I am comfortable enough in my sexuality to say, hey, listen. If I was gay, or if I was a female. I would go on dates with James Remind Harden. Remind me not to watch any Rockets games with Sheamus. <laughs> the sexual tension in I'm the air saying, is going to be ridiculous. I think he's a very handsome guy. He won't stand up the whole All time. Right. <laughs> and I think he would think that I'm handsome, too. Do you like his long stroke? <laughs> Let's go to Jim in the Northeast. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I want to talk all about like the Phillies and stuff, but there was one more minor serious uh, subject I wanted to touch oh, on. So, uh, Who died? Uh, well, actually, it is about a death. Did my uncle die? No, you didn't. No, your dad's the other, the Is this other actually about a death? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's not, no one I know personally, oh. but the other day uh, we lost uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, that the, was uh, sad. Great, iconic actor, uh, played Black Panther, played Jackie Robinson. He was in uh, Spike Lee's The amazing movie. thing about Chadwick Boseman is, obviously, that guy is a total, like... He's a real-life superhero. He's a yeah. real-life superhero. The fact that he was able to record all them movies while going through surgeries and all yeah. of that shit and not telling anyone getting no sympathy which because he just didn't want it like yeah i mean that's a, all uh, while also be going to hospitals and visiting kids with cancer yeah mm-hmm. like i and find it amazing that it, he has some good people around him the fact that this never leaked because usually shit like this is found out by tmz people through noticed some kind of the leak. weight loss but didn't tie to it yeah. yeah well yeah that was the thing they thought he, so um we were talking about this last night at one of my buddy's houses and there was a picture, I think it was like six months after he finished Black Panther, where he literally looked like he was a victim of yeah, he was getting starvation. A, he was getting clowned. And people were kind of making fun of him on Twitter. Like, I mean, yeah, I they, guess were like, they were like, six months ago, you were jacked, and now you're like skinny as shit. Like, everybody thought he was just doing it for a role or something, and no, no movie came out of it, but everybody forgot about it. So it was like, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a whole thing then, and... Then he came back again and did a bunch of other movies and got jacked again and was fine. Everybody's like, oh, okay, whatever. So it was just, it's crazy to, yeah. s- to looking back at what we know now, just seeing like, holy shit, like he was probably undergoing an insane amount of chemo yeah. and had to shed all that weight. Isn't it that. crazy that he passed on Jackie Robinson Day yeah. too? Oh my god, dude, uh, like that I, is insane. I, 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 I can't forget. I was at the bar, like I was, you know, out yeah, with my so friends and. Of course, I wasn't invited. I was out at the Whatever. I was out of the bar with my you friends, and I see this. I'm never invited to any place these people go, but that's okay. You know I what? Let's make this more about Seamus. <laughs> I'm just right. saying. Well, but you don't uh, have a driver's license to drive down the shore with oh. me, so I mean. So venture out the bar. I, 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 I see this tweet from Chadwick Boseman's Twitter, and I read it, and I'm like, it, it, "There's no way." Like I, because again, it's such a shock because like I don't. I think this is the first time like. Because he died of cancer, but uh, other celebrities have died like in sudden instances. But the fact that it was like, oh, he's been battling cancer for four years, I was like, what? Yeah, and yeah. it's it, the Such whole thing shock. was shocking. The and whole I mean, thing was shocking. Let's uh, we got to talk about this angle too. I mean, he was such an important figure for the black community, mm-hmm. like playing Jackie Robinson and bringing to life like the first prominent black superhero, yeah. an yeah. actual Black Panther, right? Yeah. And I, right. So like the fact that someone like that 
gets lost in like kind of what would be the prime of his acting career. He was only forty three. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, he was just an amazing person. He was in the prime of his life too. Right. And I mean, it's a shame. You, you we can't you can't discredit how important like his contributions to the community that community are just because like at the end of the day, it's important for young black kids to lo- be able to look up to someone that looks like them. Like for for all too long. They look up to who, like you know, Tobey Maguire playing yeah. Spider-Man, white guy, Chris yeah. Evans, uh, uh, Captain America, white guy. It's been all white guys, white guys, white guys. Yep. So it's nice that they finally got their guy. Yeah, I think I think I think it was great. I mean, I think that he did a right. great and job. It's definitely a shame that that happened. And but but the one thing crazy. about it is though, like he made such a profound impact on society, on pop culture. Is that listen, dude? Like, yeah, he's gone, but like he's definitely. Every, uh, well, everyone's going to know who Chadwick yeah. Boseman is. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, everyone. I so, agree. Yeah. so he definitely left a hell of a legacy. One, uh, one funny thing about Chadwick Boseman is every time I would watch like one of his interviews, I would always expect him to speak in that accent he used in Black Panther yeah. for some yeah. reason. I was always like shocked it's, when it's I heard just, him oh speaking God, normally. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, I I completely forget that yeah. like, he isn't from Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, so. Rest in peace to him, man. You yep. know, prayers out to his family and Absolutely. all the people that uh, are affected by this. So let's get into some lighter notes, Seamus. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about the Phillies. Let's kick off with that. So today, at, at the time of recording, Taylor, you're very much paying attention p.m. to this. 8.39 p.m. Oh, we're uh, talking about baseball now? The, yeah. Okay. So you can, you can fall go to sleep. You can go to sleep. <sighs> and so can the rest of us. But uh, the trade deadline passed at 4 o'clock. I, I wasn't expecting some – I mean – Ignorant people in the group chat room were like, "Oh yeah, Phillies have to make a move." Well, it's like, well, what well, we move? should have? Well, not really. What's available out there? there? There was nothing available that the Phillies needed. They got their bullpen pieces already. You don't need another bat. So it's like, all right, you have a rotation. You could have went out there and got another starter, I guess. But like, there's nobody really out there. But anyway, so I wasn't really expecting much of anything. We did acquire a veteran reliever again, David Phelps. Um, I, listen, Michael's brother. No, but uh, David Phelps is a solid reliever, <laughs> a veteran reliever. Nobody been on that one. At no, all. no, but nobody's even paying attention to me right now. I feel <laughs> like I, I feel like, this is what I do when I wake up in the morning. It's it's. No, I, I was I was grabbing something. Here's what I do when I, you. <laughs> that you, was the biggest dead fish I've seen in a while. Yeah, hey, listen, every great <laughs> I didn't act. Realize it was like a joke. Every great <laughs> entertainer flops, and I flop a lot in here. That's for sure. But this is what I do oh when, I, when, I, when I wake up in the morning. That's a good clip. When I wake up <laughs> in the morning, I will go to my mirror. <laughs> I don't even know what he said. I'm gonna be and I, I will talk to myself in the mirror and pretend like I'm talking to an audience. Because this is what I want to do with my life. I would love oh to be an entertainer God. in radio. I would love to be like <laughs> have a great podcast that blows up where I'm not being held back by these three people. I would love to just make it. And I think one day I will without these this dead weight that I carry along. But anyway, <laughs> you guys can laugh at me all you want. I know I'm the laughing stock of uh, whatever the hell this. Look, it's it's, the, it's not even laughing at you. Hey, it's listen, just laughing at the listen for the Periscope world out there. I feel like I'm on the set of Blues Clues. Seamus, Seamus. Anyway, it's like where's Steve at with his handy dandy notebook? What did you think about the uh, What did you think about the Phillies? John Crichton is Steve with his handy dandy notebook. <laughs> And, th- and Eric's is uh, a gigantic son. What did you think about the Phillies last night? <laughs> uh, well, which they played last night. All right, so last night was the game. They were down ten to n- ten to nothing. Yeah, in, in historic. The, in the historic. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, well, this will be a oh, historic God. comeback. 
Hold on. Somebody's talking to me on here. I know this is unprofessional. Drop the dead weight, says uh, Eli Cummings. <laughs> hey, listen, Eli. Eli, guess what, buddy? Eli in the Northeast? I'll drop Eli this. In the Eli in the Northeast, buddy? No, Eli from the font. Is this the Shell right? Font. Hold on. Is it the left or the right? I don't want to f- mess it up here. Well, it's, it mirrors. Now you're, now you're See, Shane, st- Shane Soulsby. <laughs> it looks like you're throwing up a crypt set. Shane Soulsby <laughs> would have a massive heart attack if I did this the wrong way. All right. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, I can't nit dr- nit, uh, drop names. God forbid. Anyway, so the Phillies were down, what, 10 to right hand? Eli says it's the right hand for the font, so there we go. Nobody else would understand what the hell I'm talking about, but anyway. So the Phillies were down 10 to nothing, <laughs> right? Right. So I'm saying to myself, uh, well, I actually said to Pat, I said, well, this is a fucking disaster. And he's hitting the hookah and all sorts of weird shit was happening at the you place. Have a I was No, our buddy Evan... He's Armenian. He's a great guy. <laughs> no, our buddy Evan is uh, has a has a big like hookah thing. I don't know what the hell you call it. It's a, it's a, hookah. Called a hookah. It's called a hookah. <laughs> so he has. It, well, he was naming it <laughs> last night. So I didn't know what the hell was happening. He goes, "Oh well, this is a hookah," and it's like he's trying to explain it. I'm like, I don't know anything about hookahs. I'm I'm thinking it's meth they're smoking or something. So You've he was never like, seen a hookah? No, I mean I've seen a hookah. I just never quite understood what it was. So, and O'Leary's like, oh, yeah, it's nicotine. You'll probably like it because yeah, you're about that vape life. It's a giant, not electric vape. So yeah. I didn't try it because I was like, I don't know what these guys are putting in their system, but they love it way too much. And I know for a fact if I tried it, I would have I'm to buy several machines <laughs> for my house. <laughs> machines. Several. I would have to go to the Starbucks. There's nothing electronic about it. I would have to go to the Starbucks and say, hey, give me a hookah machine back there. <laughs> G- give me your best espresso hookah machine. It was Starbucks with hookahs? That'd be a wrap. What if I just created that? Just be, uh, somebody like the CEOs listening. All right, so the Phillies. So the Phillies. <laughs> so we're sitting in this backyard. That's how much people don't care about the Phillies. We were just talking about hookah. We're, we're sitting in the backyard, right, <laughs> of, of, of Evan's house, our friend Evan. He went to St. Joe's Prep. We won't hold it against him. By the Wawa? Yeah, I, no, it's actually not near a Wawa, but can, whatever. Can I interject real quick to read you a funny quote that I just got? Sure, real quick? Vince, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so, um, wait, wait, it's gonna, it's, it's, it's a good one. Jesus I'm guessing Christ. they're talking about it on the broadcast right now. He looks like Ricky Henderson with his Oakland A's hat too. That's a nice look. I, I like to wear hats of teams I don't even root for, but that's okay. Uh, Bleach Reports gave me a uh, quote that says Jimmy Butler did not bring his family to the bubble because <laughs> quote this is a business trip for me. Every other player, like, was they were allowed to bring their families in for the playoffs. Chill and the fuck just, out, he Jesus just, Christ. He, like, he is such a hard ass when it comes now. to that stuff, man. I do miss him, though. Here's a weird thing about Jimmy Butler. I mean, I Wait, does too. he have, like, I don't think he's married. I, I, I honestly don't know. What are, you, what are you, the CIA or something? You don't know what Jimmy Butler's up to? Anyway, I thought... I, thought <laughs> I know Al Horford's married, and he's just got on the team. And he's got an annoying-ass sister, but... No, nah, but that's... Whoa. Sister. His sister Jeez. sucks. You, 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 follow, you, know you ever see her tweets? No, Al Horford's sister Anna is coming Horford. on the podcast next week, so you can hash it out with her. With Ben Simmons' sister. With, with ben no. Simmons' sister is much more tolerable. Yeah, she's definitely Al Horford's right, can, can we please get back to yeah, go, sorry, back to please get back to the goddamn Phillies? I just, Nobody thought, that was a, cares. I just thought that was a funny quote. Go ahead, back that. Yeah, it was a great I, quote from a guy that doesn't <laughs> even play here anymore. That's really bullshit. That was riveting stuff. That's like me saying, "Hey, Greg Dobbs yesterday said he doesn't want to go to Mexico because he's afraid that he's going to get food poisoning." It's like the same thing. It's the same thing. What is happening? I feel like there's an earthquake. How in the fuck is, is there that an earthquake in here? <laughs> Greg Dobbs is going to go to Mexico. Greg Dobbs, I know what I said. Greg Dobbs is going to go to Mexico or doesn't want to go there because he doesn't like the water because it makes him shit all over the place. That's exactly like saying, oh, hey, 
We're in the middle of a Phillies conversation. Jimmy Butler, some obscure player the Sixers he's had. He's not obscure. Some he's obscure a star. guy that the Phillies had, or the Sixers, Phillies probably had him too. <laughs> he was probably in the bullpen at some point. This is this is how out of touch Seamus is with every sport except for baseball. I'm, I'm out he of touch. He just called Jimmy Butler an obscure player. I'm out of touch. The guy's wearing an Oakland A's hat that was made in the 40s. But anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> what makes you say this hat was right, made so in the 40s? All right, so this historic comeback. So now let's get back to Josh Richardson from a couple weeks ago. <laughs> now, uh, so the Phillies <laughs> last night. This is this is you know what? Wait, you know what? You know what? Shut up. This is my last talk day about on the From the Newsweek <laughs> show. It's it. I'm done. Let's I'm talk about the Kingery Dingery. No, hold on. That I'll, was I'll, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I'll backtrack because you can't just do that. So they're down ten nothing last night. I say, Jesus Christ, we got to put on the the Canadians that that skate around and have no teeth. So the Flyers. So we put on the Flyers game, and I think it was great, by the way, that Oscar Lindblom got to go out there um, warm-ups. Uh, for warm-ups. It was Did great. I'm so happy that he's healthy and that uh, he looks good. He looks like he's getting back in the hockey Did you shape. get some hookah, though? I did not get some hookah. See, here's the thing. I was afraid of it because I knew that I would love it so it is, much. It is, it is nice. It's incredible. Yeah. It, so they were sitting out there for hours. There's coals. I felt like I was at a barbecue. There's, like, uh, shits on fire. Uh, it yeah, is I, not on fire. Every time people take a hit, I hear, like, a crackling noise. It's yeah, like, it's I have no idea what's happening it's here. so great. But I'm going to sit back with my one Bud Light Lime. Oh, I took two. With my Bud Light oh Lime. Oh, God, Bud Light Lime. Don't You're going to trigger Patelier now. I'm, I'm so real. I mean that with every ounce of my body. I love Bud Light. Uh, we oh like Bud Light Lime. But, but so I sit there. I have two Bud Light Limes. I watch the Phillies get slaughtered. As hard as we try, we will not talk about this Phillies game. So D.D. <laughs> Gregorius hits a home run, so it's 10-1. to 1, So then we put on the Flyers. Flyers game's not looking too good either. Um, so no, I, I start watching it on my phone, the Phillies game. They're, hookah, they're, high, as, they're high as a kite on the hookah. By this point, everybody's uh, there, there's don't crazy. Get high off there's it. crazy shit happening. The, 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 they're, they're spinning around in circles. So <laughs> none of this was happening. So um, are you uh, sure this? Looks I'm like watching the game, and every time I check my phone for an update, they're inching closer and closer to the hookah. Reese Hoskins <laughs> homered. I was like, they're they're going to come back. Reese Hoskins hits, hits a home run. They're getting closer and closer. Then they ended up not winning. They lost twelve to ten. So. It, that was my. I night just couldn't last night. believe that it just kept going. Like I was watching the Flyers, honestly, over the Phillies. I'm sorry. I to turned hear that. them on. At the, yeah, no, I'm sorry too. I turned them on at the end, but like every five seconds, it was. Well, first of all, I saw ten nothing in the second inning, and I was like, well, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and <laughs> then, and then, like every two seconds, it was like score, 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 back and forth. I was like, what the? Yeah. It was. Yeah. I wish I would have watched that from the beginning. Well, well, the thing about the Phillies is they have a great offense, but they're Jake Arrieta sucks. I, by I, the way. I've, I've long, Jake, Jake I've despised Jake, Jake Arrieta. Jake last night. Well, first of all, Evan put on the wrong uh, feed. Oh, that was so cool. We have the laptop set up because we're smoking the hookah outside. Well, they're smoking the hookah, getting high as a kite uh, off the hookah outside or whatever, or drunk, whatever it makes you do. So they're sitting there. with It looks like a snake that they're putting down their throat. I too, think everybody knows what a hookah so is besides well, you. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> listen. Literally. Listen. <laughs> I, I'm not really advanced with the hookah shit. <laughs> So no, you no. need to take a rip of it and let me know. How so I they're feel. taking rips of the hookah, but it's safe out there because they put little condoms on top of it, like little protective. Yeah, the I, yes, yes. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so we won't get the because assuming we all are asymptomatic, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to kill our grandparents. Is basically w- what the point of that is. So they they're doing that. Uh, Evan says, "Do you want to hit?" No, because I'm afraid. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if it's crystal meth. I don't know what's happening. I have no idea how it's going to make me feel. If I'm going to love it too much, and I'm going to have to start my own hookah lounge. It's a, it's a lot safer than that e-cig you got. 
All right. So now I'm depressed. <laughs> you know what my favorite new nickname no, in Philly sports is? James Cigarettes. James yes. Cigarettes is great. That's he, hilarious. Hold on, hold on. So Evan sets our friend Evan sets up the the laptop, right? And I'm like, hey, that's or he says, hey, that's not a uh, Jake Arrieta. Why'd you lie to me and say Arietta was pitching? I said, no, Pat, I'm telling you right now, Arietta's pitching. This must be a replay of some other game. And it was, and so we fought. I don't it was know the what Zach Wheeler. It was the Zach Wheeler game. So I don't know what the point of me bringing that up was, but I just thought it happened, so I might as well bring it up. So we get the correct feed, and we watch it, and, uh, yeah, that was it. But as soon as we turned it off, they started scoring. So I was soon like, all right, yeah, we can't that's watch where I was getting at. <laughs> as soon as we turned it off, they started uh, they started scoring. And of course, as soon as Seamus turned it back on in my truck on the ride home, that's they, when they the sucked. offense stopped. Yeah, that's I, I kid you not. That's when the offense pulls stopped. up the stream on his phone. We're driving. I'm driving him back to his house. I use Reddit to illegally watch the game. One, two, three. One, you two, don't, three. You don't share secrets. Just incriminating. I'm yourself. just saying. I, I use Reddit. I'm I glad you could learn how to use the internet. I finally, finally yeah. learned how to use the Reddit, and the Reddit is a great invention. Shout out to Mr. Reddit. It's really becoming a shame that uh, the Flyers are just like becoming like the rest of the Philly sports teams, just letting it's me down. I d- I just like, I'm not going to lie and act like I didn't just hop on the bandwagon like right before the playoffs. I was going to say, see, I don't care about hockey that much. Like I, like I, I will I, never care about hockey. I, I want the Flyers to like do well, obviously, when they're we're in the playoffs, but I don't care about hockey. So it's not like, it's not like I'll be upset when they inevitably get eliminated. You know what I mean? So I it's not, it's not as much as a, of a letdown for me. It's really not. I was just, I was just hoping, you know, since the Phillies are, who knows what they are? They're mostly bad. Well, they're the a six- couple games behind first place, buddy. So you, you take that back. The Sixers are eliminated. I was like, maybe the Flyers can give me some temporary happiness as we wait for the Eagles. Who, at this point, who <laughs> knows if the Eagles are even going to give me any I happiness? Don't even watch I mean, let, let me just say this consistently, <laughs> though. For the last couple of years, they've been the only team in the city to not let me down. Well, they didn't let you down last year. I mean, they at least made a run with the team that they were given last year. Like, well, they so did, did the Phillies until the All Star break. They didn't make the playoffs. Well, they still made a run. Yeah, but the Eagles have made the playoffs every year. Since because it's easier for an NFL team to make the playoffs than it is for a baseball team to make the playoffs. Yeah, because they have a hundred and fucking exactly. Games. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I'm I, okay. I'm not going to get into the metrics of that. I'm just saying that for the last four years, the Eagles have made the playoffs. But yeah, of the course, because there's a Super Bowl involved. So right. you're still in the Super but Bowl. I was saying, you know, the Eagles overachieved, and last year I'd say the Phillies underachieved. All right. Well, I agree right. with that. So, like, but now the fi- who knows if the Eagles now because uh, they must go to let me tell you something they must go to fucking war at their practices because bodies <laughs> just drop. It's the poison shakes. Right. It's the it poison is the poisonous shakes. shakes that, it's the I mean, poison that Doug Peterson. We haven't talked out. Eagles in a while, and the season is creeping up. But I uh, like how he casually just like let me like talk about one game of the Phillies, and then I was about to circle back to the trade deadline being today. No. And that oh the yeah. Phillies acquired a veteran reliever. But hey, I, listen, I let's about talk no, about talk the Eagles, who probably won't even play this season. Wait, wait, can because we, the Rona is going to cancel the season. Can we get the joke again? What joke? My life? Here I am. No. <laughs> oh. Michael Phelps. No, but I did. Oh, for, yeah. I, Michael Phelps' brother is now on the Philadelphia I did forget Phillies. that was your original point, so do go back and mention that. I just want to talk about baseball. I don't. I, see, here's why I don't want to talk about the Eagles. Because I don't think that... First of all, I don't trust the starting quarterback. Second of all, I would much rather see the backup quarterback play instead of the starting quarterback. What's his name? What the, I don't know his name. What the hell's his name? Wow. Great What's his start. name? So why Great would you start? What's his he's name? Hurts. I don't know. Who? He's hurts, dude. Hurts? No, he's hurt. What the hell's he's his hurts. name, though? Hurts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. All right, Jalen Hurts. Or, or, I mean, Nate Sudfeld is technically the second-string quarterback. So right your buddy ESP tweets out today, oh in every God. single— Don't call him my buddy. I have him blocked. E- that's, it's that. ever your sarcasm. Oh. In every single offensive category— uh, uh, the backup has been better than the starting quarterback in, in practice. So why not let him start week one? Let let Carson uh, relax a little bit. 
because he's so injured. Carson doesn't need to relax. I'm just saying. Well, like, can't can't we see this guy start in in an NFL game? Can I ask you? Can we watch him real quick? Can I ask you a question? You have a choice to make right now. Either you go back and circle back to this Phillies thing, or we're about to get in a full blown debate here. I I don't want to debate you tonight. I feel like Joe Biden uh, uh, not wanting to debate Trump because he knows he's going to get crushed. What did you see? Not that I'm a Trump supporter, by the way, because I hate Trump too. Biden said they're going to have a live fact checker on deck. Wait, they're going to have a live fact checker. Uh, for the Trump-Biden debates? That's what Biden said. I thought Biden didn't want to debate. I don't know. But anyway, we're not going to back to... I would love to watch that debate, though. That's going to be fun. That's going to be must-watch It's going to be today. hilarious. Oh, I'm going to have a watch... Joe, I'm going to have a social distance watch party at my house <laughs> for, for that debate. Do you want to come? Uh, is there going to be hookah? Yeah, there's going to be... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go... With crack only, though. I'm going to yes. go to the Dunkin' Donuts right after this and, and, and request an espresso hookah machine. <laughs> To be delivered to my house. Yo, I'm, su- I'm very surprised there's not a hookah in a Northeast Dunkin' Donuts or something. <laughs> oh, there probably is. There, there's this one kid I saw on Snapchat that Vince, I think you're friends with too. I'm not going to name drop his name because I don't really know David. him like that. So I, I, it was like a picture of like a, a Dunkin' Donuts. And he was like, yeah, only in this Dunkin' Donuts. It was in the Northeast. Can you buy uh, 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 blunts? Uh, t-shirts and coffee all on, w- on one stop. Yeah, I must. Is it a Dunkin' like Donuts? A it, it might oh, be a okay. Dunkin' gas station yeah. thing, but I still yeah. think that that's funny. Seamus Live, let's go. Says Karate Mark two one five. See, Karate Mark is another one of my friends. You know who Karate Mark is, right? No. He's a famous WIP caller. He's really into I like. Don't he's to really that. into like. Uh, he goes, that's at home and Willets. Yeah, that's a Dunkin' at home. And Willits. Thank you, Karate Mark. Hey, listen, Karate Mark, listen, (laughs) you got to come on the show sometime. We do every Monday. This is dead weight. You need to come on. We need some new blood in here. Anyway, he's really. I guess he doesn't want to ride next week. Do you have have a tier list of WIP callers? I see my favorite WIP caller is dead. The fact that. uh, Is dead. Do you have an opinion on Can I go in? Yes. To this? Please. Baseball George. Do you remember Baseball George? I didn't really. I only worked there. Yeah, so how do you not know it? Baseball George? Baseball George. I didn't do every show. But you did a lot of the shows that everybody knows, and Baseball George called into a lot of shows that you were doing. I don't remember Baseball George. I'm pretty sure he said, hey, TK, listen here, uh, that Baseball George here, uh, let, let, me, let me talk to you, you about called Baseball George. Baseball George? Yeah. <laughs> you can never do that. Taylor, how can you not remember that? You don't I remember Baseball <laughs> George? <laughs> Clearly I mean, not. I, have no I, re- idea what he's I remember about. the other caller that passed away that called in all the time yeah but that was one that everybody got excited about like he's like one of the famous dude i here's the thing anytime a caller comes on i am just out because callers are trash yes oh i would agree with that but they're sometimes they're funny but remember leslie 95 percent of the time they're not entertaining remember leslie he always called jody mack no oh god these are like famous callers dude famous callers as in nobody gives a shit I, uh, Linda from Mayfair is goat. She's the best. But whatever. Shout out to Linda from Mayfair. She's been through a lot, and uh, we love her. Well, they don't know who she is, but I do. Okay, no, so go ahead. Tell me. No, I don't, I don't want to get into it. I want. I no, want. I, I want to know. I'm not getting into that. But I, I will tell you this. this Kyle Scott did a did an article in Crossing Broad, and it listed the uh, the the famous WIP or uh, 97.5 callers, and I didn't know who half of them were. So I mean, it's not like I know every single one, but I know the famous ones. I love that there's famous ones. In my book, they're famous, damn it. Have what you is, that, what is that flashing light, by the way? Would you Where? Behind the glass, right there. It's a USB stick. Oh, it's a USB would you stick. Like to, it's a jump drive. Would you like to talk about that, tra- that s- trade deadline now? Or no? Yeah, so I think... so. <laughs> 
I, I think the San Diego Padres are going to win the entire thing. They really? Tat- no, not gritty. They have Tatis Jr. What? I thought you said you said really or gritty. Yeah, really. Oh, I thought you said gritty. I was like, I don't think gritty was acquired at the deadline. So I said, I no, no, hope no. not. So I said, no, 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 no. gritty has it. No, no, not gritty. Gritty, Yo, isn't has, it gritty has not been traded. Yo, let's re- <laughs> Seamus, remember when Manny Machado ended up signing with the Padres and we kind of clowned him, saying like he's going to a team just for the money and not to compete? Look at this. Well, yeah, because I'm not a psych. Uh, what, what do you call it? No, no, no. A, uh, Psychiatrist. A, no, I'm not a the future guy. Hookah. No, I'm not a, I'm <laughs> not a teller? fortune teller. I'm really not. No, I, I'm not saying you are. I'm saying like <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. How, like that happens with him, and like we kind of did the same thing with Jimmy Butler, saying like you're just going to Miami, like. Yeah, to be yeah. in Miami, not to compete. Yeah, now. yeah. Well, well, these things happen, and uh, listen, the San Diego roster is incredible right now, and they're on fire. And I think, you know, what I would love though, I would love for the for it to be an 08 rematch, Tampa Bay Rays, Philadelphia Phillies. We'd get swept, but I think that it, it would be fun to have a uh, 08 reunion rematch. Would it be fun? Yeah, because sell Greg, me on it. Because Greg Dobbs will be there. Here's your <laughs> Greg Dobbs drop. Save, sell me on it. Sell you on it? Yeah. Well. The Phillies actually played the Rays in the World Series in 2008. No, on it it happening again. You were were about 56 years old at the time, and you should remember it well. But uh, anyway, yeah. That was when the Alzheimer's started. Yeah, that's when your glasses started to fog up a little bit. But um, anyway, I got nothing left tonight. What time is it? How much longer do we have here, talk. Let's talk Eagles. We got 15 minutes. All right, we'll talk Eagles. We have 15 long fucking minutes. Um, So the biggest news out of camp so far, in my opinion, is Andre Dillard's injury. Oh Jesus! That Which it's what about the other guy that that like is out for like the next year? Uh, Brooks. Oh, Brandon Brooks. Yeah, I, mean, well, that's, that, that was, I mean, that's no, old news at this point. No, I know, but that's still probably the biggest news out of training. Well, yeah, game. I'd say the biggest issue with the Eagles at the moment, according to every beat writer that's been at the practice, is their offensive line has looked pretty yeah. bad. Can we get something on the record? I was yeah. not serious about the Carson Wentz thing. Oh, okay, good. I love Carson Wentz. I was good. Why okay. don't you marry him? Uh, I don't want to marry him. He's not my type. I just explained Why? to you that James Harden you don't like is my type. People? Yeah, James Harden. James is Harden is my type. <coughs> it's the beard, really. That's the difference. No, it's the. He's too pale for me. He's too pasty. I don't like people that look like me. <laughs> Sorry he's for the opposites attract. I, opposites attract, and God damn it, I don't want a ginger pasty looking All guy right. that right. looks like an ice cream sandwich when he walks into the the water on the beach. So Andre Dillard, um, Andre Dillard is going to crush miss you with his thumb. <laughs> Andre Mil- Dillard is going to miss the <laughs> entire season. Oh, Andre Dillard. Andre Dillard. Okay. okay. So Fred Willard. Uh, is it time to call him a bust yet? or? <sighs> Dude, that's such a hard call to make because, I mean, he has been good when he is playing. Yeah. Um, but he's also been playing in JP's shadow. So yeah. it's like you're looking at a guy that's been a consistent player. Shout out JP Elmine. Apparently he's also been, like before the injury, was getting pretty bullied to practice, like looking very bad. I, I heard that he almost injured Carson the one day, getting bulldozed oh, by someone and fell Almost in the Carson's ankle, which is just not good. But, uh, That's what you hate to hear. So now, I mean, you, you re-sign JP to fill in for Brandon Brooks at the Great. guard position, and now it comes full circle, and he's going to be playing his old position again. And he wants Great. more money for it. Which, uh. let me, honestly, like in the long term, you want Diller to work out. You want him to play. Yeah. But for this season, I think that having Peters at left tackle is better than having Diller. Can I, can I interject real quick? Uh, yeah. Since we have 15 minutes left, I, I have a uh, fantasy draft coming up, and this is a serious. Okay. This I'm serious about. I this. had two yesterday. Uh, I'm serious about this. So last year I ended up doing pretty well in the fantasy draft. I had uh, the hell's his name, 
Deshaun uh, Watson. Fantasy talk. The Deshaun Watson was my was my starting quarter quarterback. I had Philip Rivers on the bench, which I, honestly Philip Rivers was a decent decent uh, fantasy quarterback last year. But uh, you know whatever. I'm glad he was on my bench. But uh, I, I I don't. I'm very. I'm struggling as to what to or who to pick first. What pick do you have? Uh, I have the fourth overall pick. Fourth. Um, fourth overall pick. I know everyone says you got to go running back or receiver, but I kind of want to do qu- uh, get a QB first so okay. I can get my QB, Deshaun Watson. I would pick Deshaun Watson again. Fourth if if there was if there was every quarterback still remaining, I would pick Deshaun Watson. Well, well then you're going to start insane. the quarterback scramble way too early. Like, don't do that to people. Yeah, true. Not everybody's going to want to pick a quarterback. And like, I don't know, like, like you're going to pick a quarterback fourth overall. Why not? Because that's a horrible thing to do. Why is that such a horrible thing to do? Well, if you're going to take a quarterback fourth overall. Make it Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's the only time you would pick it. But don't do that. Fourth overall, you could get. I'm not picking Lamar Jackson because he's on the cover of that uh, video game this year, and you know that you, we video all, game, uh, the, the the curse. Can can you not say the name? Madden. Yes. Okay. That's, that's I thought it was NBA 2K or something. I, I'm glad I got it right. You guys what? think I'm really so dumb, don't you? You think I'm so dumb, Mr. Big WIP producer behind the glass, <laughs> and I'm so dumb because you worked with legends in the business that put me to sleep half the time. But I digress. Because he didn't name Madden. Yeah, right. You get <laughs> like so the mad. most successful video game franchise. <laughs> well, I would argue that Skyrim is up there too. What do you know about Skyrim? Madden's been around for like 25 <laughs> years. Is you can't even Wait, say is that. Is John Madden still living? Yes. Does he still have the same voice? I assume so. <laughs> I haven't heard John Madden talk in a long changed. time. Maybe he Seamus, went through like Seamus. puberty again. I don't know. At, at four, <laughs> or maybe oh his balls, God. like instead of dropped, they went back. No, his balls might have went back up, and Please, he, he pulled like a here. Frankie Avalon type thing. What's a Frankie Avalon song? I want to sing a little bit. No. Okay, Vince, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say it. Fourth <laughs> overall, you could probably get, you know. Dalvin Cook. So Alvin fourth overall, I could get Dalvin Cook. Al- maybe Alvin. Well, you're gonna get either Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, Henry, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Greg Dobbs. Maybe Zeke if someone reaches on a receiver instead of taking. I him. had Zeke on my team late. Oh, oh, the phone fell. But I had Zeke on my uh, roster last year. Oh, <laughs> I would love to hear like about that. your fantasy football team last year. Thanks, thanks, Taylor. How you ever survived <laughs> in the radio business is really beyond me. Because these guys... Because we talked fancy well, <laughs> sports from last season. Well, because you guys really... The people you worked with were such, like, egomaniacs. And I'm not going to drop names or anything, but, like... Just because I work with somebody doesn't mean I co-sign what they do. Well, I understand that, but... I, I, I don't would, co-sign anything you do. But I would like to think... Because I love you I as a person. I, I've been working with you for a couple years He loves now. you a lot. And I, I do, can tell. He's been waiting I, to tell I you. Do, <laughs> I, Taylor, listen. I respect... Your, your resume is is unbelievable, and I hope when it's I'm really not. And no, it is to <laughs> me though because I'm you know me I'm a sports media junkie, right? Yes. So I I I, I respect you, right? I don't know what happened to my voice there. I think I, I have a stutter now. I don't know long, how long I've had that. You're old. You're getting old. I'm getting old. But uh, when you were my age in the '80s, was it '90s? Uh, th- listen, all I'm saying is I I think that you should be honored that I'm here. I, I, I really do. I really think... I should be honored that you're here. Well, because I'm honored that you're here. So I think you should lie to me and say, hey, listen, we're going to go far. <laughs> <laughs> no? What? No? I would never frame something. Hey, we're going to go far. Uh, thanks, man. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> this show has been... 
It's just wild. Insane. <laughs> insane. All well, because Vince has to bring up the whole, like, oh, kneeling shit, and, and uh, it throws me that off. That was like 15 minutes, right. and then it but got it, crazy. I respect that we had to talk about that, but serious things like that throw me off. Seamus, you get thrown off <laughs> very easily. One minute we're talking about who the Phillies acquired at the deadline, and the next minute you're talking about vaping Hookah. and Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Hookahs. <laughs> Smoking meth out of a hookah. Like, I, well, I didn't know what it was, to be It fair. just goes like that. <laughs> so don't blame me and my serious you, you talk. Know, you know what, Vince? I come with a docket every day ready to, I know with you do. bullet points and, on what I want to cover. And you're very professional, and, and you help. Well, that's why we're the yin and yang. But you help to keep the show in a somewhat organized manner. Right. You need to be the way you are. It would be too, Thanks, too organized. Man. Thanks. I appreciate it, and I love you. That being said... I'm Ooh. starting next week. But the Seamus Doyle show will debut with Taylor behind the glass, <laughs> the and he Doyle will show. say nothing the entire time. Seamus, there's good news. There's All an right. electronic hookah. There's an electronic hookah. Wait, hold on. We I got breaking news here. There's electronic. Now, how can I get a hold of this electronic hookah? Oh boy, uh, the internet. The internet. Thanks. Yes. You're real. Uh, you're real uh, Tesla over there, Nikola Tesla. You, you, re- can, re- you can find it on Reddit. Thanks, man. I'll go well, on Seamus, the Reddit. Seamus, all you have to do now is scroll through Instagram. Your phone listens to you the whole time. So Yeah, yeah. this phone, th- there's some wacky shit that pops up on my phone now. Like for <laughs> I ads. I okay. Uh, for <laughs> ads, <laughs> like, like. Ins- Give me an example. It's all like sexual. It's all like. Do you use a private browser? No. That explains that a lot. I, I do not use a private browser because I think as a citizen of this great country. It's, do, you, do you get ads for items or for services? Both. More items or more services? It's 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 a fifty fifty uh, gimmick. Okay. Yeah. So, I I don't know. Listen, I I'm into <laughs> what I'm into, and it's the United States of America, and I love women. That's pretty much all I have to say. Wow. Okay. Um, now I totally so think you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I love women. I do. I do. I do love women. Um, <laughs> I sometimes wish okay. I was gay though because <laughs> this no I, no 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 I'm, no. I'm going to go there. I'm putting my foot I, down. I sometimes <laughs> wish I was gay because I get very distracted by insanely beautiful women. Meaning if an insanely beautiful woman comes up to me, I can't talk to them. You would just get ins- distracted by insanely beautiful so men. So should be gay. <laughs> No, I no, but I feel like I'd be more confident. Seamus gets so <laughs> horny, he'd rather just be gay. <laughs> I do have a problem wow. with uh, with like next horny hour. Seamus comes out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I I can't believe I can't, what I'm hearing. Sometimes I can't talk to extremely attractive women without throwing up a little bit. I'm like I'm like D from Always Sunny. When she talks Blech. to an attractive male, she throws up. I'm, I think that's actually I'm just saying, and, and listen, there's I'm, I'm no sh- I'm at a loss for words. There's no straight male out there that says, "Hey, maybe if I was gay, I'd be able to talk to this woman." I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what counterproductive theory is this? I don't know. It's I don't know. It's it's. I'm not a scientist by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> well, no shit. I, I mean, fa- I failed. Physi- Verona, we know you're not. I failed science. physical science in the seventh grade. And Mrs. Mulchaney dared <laughs> to put an F on it. She Damn, put you it, got an F in middle school? She didn't school? even warn me about it. She didn't say, hey, listen, you're slipping a little bit. How do you no, get an F in middle school? I have no idea. And so w- I went to a Catholic school, St. Margaret's Elementary School in Narberth, Pennsylvania. Was it all boys? Because my mom worked there. No, there were just girls there. I was throwing up all over. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, 
God rest her soul. Our principal there was a sister of mercy. She was wonderful. Her name was Sister Corinne. Did you throw S- up around her? Sister Corinne Ritchie. No, I shit myself in front of her before, but I never threw up in her face. Of course not. <laughs> but she was honestly, she was like a second grandmother to me. But Can this we get is to the <laughs> shit story? No, but this, this is the, the, the type of principal she was. Every test that we took went to her uh, office. She made a comment and she signed it. She saw every student's test in, in, in that school. And I'm not sh- I've never been to any other elementary school. I'm not sure how that works. But Sister Corinne knew what was happening in that school with her students at all times. However, the frightening part of Sister Corinne was at the end of the trimester, we had trimesters for the layman. That's three separate esters. We, she would distribute the report card. You know how she distributed the report cards? She went from classroom to classroom with a chair, dragging it down the hall. So you heard, God damn, our classroom's next. You can hear the... <laughs> here she comes. Is this when you shit your pants? She calls each student out alphabetically or, re- or, or reverse alphabetically. So I'm like fucked either way because I'm either the beginning or the very end. Uh, it's, there's no middle ground for me because I'm Doyle, right? And it's just like she sat in front of me and she said, well, and she always used to say this. If it was a good report card, she would say, it's going to be a party in the Doyle residence tonight. Seldom heard Ooh, that. She's, she's a little razzer. I s- <laughs> she's passed away, sadly, but, you know, she was. So uh, she would seldom say there's going to be a party at the Doyle residence. When you had an F on there, it was basically this. What happened? And it was like more Can of you a... Can you do it in her voice, please? It was, no. And it was more please? of like... It was more of like a... I'm very upset that you're upset with me type thing. So, I mean, she she really was upset when I when I failed science. I would really understand if you did it in like an impression of her. I'm not going to impersonate the dead, <laughs> who's a nun, by the way. Well, you impersonate you impersonated multiple dead people. Yeah. That's Feldman. Oh, Regis Feldman was a, 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 a cartoon character. Sorry, we hadn't mentioned him yet today. We had to get it in there. <laughs> Not your fault. You want to want to talk about Chris Hansen? We got a couple oh, minutes left. True. <laughs> oh. about Chris today too. Well, let me tell you something about Chris Hansen. <laughs> Take a seat right over there. <laughs> and that's, that's it. it. <laughs> just just okay. say his no. phrase. No, and <laughs> no, but don't don't you think that that's like a very like commendable thing for for a uh, a grade school principal to do? To like. Every, she had every report card for every single student and would review every report card with that student. But how did you shit your pants in front of her? Because she was a, a nun, dude. And like when I did. I don't think he's being literal. <laughs> like you, did I didn't you literally <laughs> shit myself, dude. What, what the hell do you think this I, is? You say you vomit in your mouth when you talk to beautiful women. I don't know. And now, oh, dude, this is all like metaphorically speaking. So you metaphorically wish you were gay or like <laughs> literally? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, on the next From the News Week show, we have a different type of show Should lined up. I will not be as honest as I was with uh, you guys tonight. We'll bring, on the next episode, we're bringing in a therapist for you. <laughs> it's being held against me. But uh, <laughs> The next episode, you're going to arrive at the studio with all your friends and family, and we're going to have a live intervention on the air. Yeah, and and inter- everyone's going to get a turn to an, talk. An intervention for a guy when he has two beers falls asleep. So, yeah, good luck getting me out of that rehab center. <laughs> all right. Let's wrap it up. All Hold right. on. Can I sing a little bit? 
Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars up above in your eyes. You're definitely selling that word. Fantabulous night to make romance neat the cover of October skies. All right, guys, see you Monday. All the leaves on the happy birthday, Sir Van Morrison.